The Supreme Court heard arguments on President Biden's student loan forgiveness move, which is still being hung up as we speak. And it's what well, it's more than a year, isn't it? Yeah. Since, since, since it's been going on. And uh, of course, you don't have to make payments so effectively. You're everybody's getting forgiven relief right now For because right the now, payments yeah. keep getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. It's from the COVID and, and uh, originally and now it continues on. And no interest accrues. No. None. None. Isn't America a great country, Ed? Don't you wish you were a citizen? (laughs) (laughs) Josh Gerstein from Politico is on the line with us right now. Wow. Talk about this. Hi, Josh. Hey, good to be back with you guys. Nice to have you. So you can't predict necessarily off of comments, but based on the tone of the justices, it kind of seemed like the majority were leaning towards doing away with this and finding it unconstitutional or illegal. Yeah, it did sound like they were pretty skeptical somewhere, perhaps five to six of them. Generally, the conservative justices were skeptical about what the Biden administration is claiming is the legal basis for the program, which is uh, emergency authority that they say they can use because of COVID-19. Obviously, you know, this uh, program wasn't announced until what, about three years after the pandemic right. broke out? And so, you know, so I think some of the justices are concerned about that. And, uh, you know, why use a 20-year-old legislation that was actually passed in the wake of 9-11 to implement such a large uh, program? And so that, that's, that was the thrust of their skepticism. But I think uh, at least a couple of the conservatives had some concerns about the, the lawsuits that have been filed here and whether they may be sort of technically flawed because they don't have the right uh, plaintiffs. And I think there's still a chance the program could survive just because uh, it's it's very complicated to, to find someone who can really legitimately claim that they are being injured uh, by right. someone else. getting And, and the states relief. that filed this that have to have that basis in order for it to basically be a lawsuit. Right. So it's 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 uh, or one that finds its way to the Supreme Court. So they could technically, if I'm understanding what you're saying and what I'm reading, they could technically say the states didn't really have they weren't really injured by this, which is the basis upon which you have to you get to file a lawsuit. You have to prove that, the, you know, we're an injured party and that's right. why this has to happen. And, and they could basically feel privately that that Biden had no right to do this and still say we let it sit. Right. And there's a, there's a general presumption against, for example, the notion that just because you're a taxpayer, you can come in and say, well, I don't think this money's being spent legally. Obviously, if that were the case, then any of what of the, the 300 million of us could file file suit over anything we want. Right. So there has to be some limit here. And, you know, there's probably some impact on the states if uh, 40 million or whatever it is, people get their debt canceled as opposed to right now when it's in forbearance but exactly which way that is and which direction it goes it's pretty removed from it's not something you can sit down with an envelope right. and kind of figure but that, out. that's a technicality that the, the part part that that most americans are interested in or argue over is to whether or not a president has the power to just uh unilaterally say you know what this thing i'm going to forgive I'm the president and I'm just going to say I don't need the Congress to vote on it. I'm just going to say here's four hundred billion dollars we're going to take out of the, uh, the the budget that was coming in because I think these people are aggrieved. 
And and that's what, you know, people feel, well, wait a minute, they're aggrieved. What about me with my small business loan? I didn't go to college. I started a, a small business and I took out a loan. Why isn't that getting re- relieved? And, and don't right. they have and, a point? Right. And Chief Justice John Roberts, who, as we all know, has sometimes crossed over with the liberal justices, uh, you know, at least under a prior iteration of the court, was able to sometimes form a majority with them. He seemed very skeptical about this program, both about its sort of legality and he seemed to be questioning its legitimacy. You know, he he brought up the kind of example you were just mentioning, said, you know, what if instead of going to college, I decided to start a lawn service company and I took out a loan? Nobody's forgiving that loan. Right. Uh, And we had Alito say, you know, why is this fair? Why do you think it's fair? He kept saying that to the government's, uh, the Biden administration's lawyer. That said, it's also not totally clear that it's the Supreme Court's role to figure out what's fair. Uh, you know, right. that's sort of a kindergartner's view of, of what a judge does. Whether it's, it's not normally what judges do. Well, not the Supreme Court. Basis. The Supreme Court right. is uh, so, yeah, relegated to the Constitution. So when do we get right, an answer on this? Um, I mean, like all the cases argued in this term, we think we'll, we'll hear something back from them uh, before the before the end of June. But until then... This forbearance, which is also very expensive, you know, the fact that nobody has to pay right. their loans, that remains in effect. And uh, one of the justices said today, that's costing the government $5 billion a day. And nobody really seems to be doubting that either President Trump, who started that, or President Biden has the has the authority to, to put that kind of a, a policy in place. So yeah. both these policies, very, very expensive. Well, one is one is costing the government, but it still keeps the debt obligation intact. And the other one just says you don't have to ever pay us back. So there is a difference. Uh, and I can understand why they would they would point that out. All right, Josh, thanks for coming on with us. Appreciate it. Happy awesome. to do it. Take care. Josh Gerstein there from Politico.